Oh yeah. Dang. Uh, I like good, that. I like that. That'll do. Uh, that'll do. Yes, sir. Come, come on through, boy. Come on through. That ain't little Stevie though. <laughs> that ain't little Stevie, is no, it? No, <laughs> no. No, that's 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 mid that's midway Stevie. That's him. Fellas. Shit. Yes, sir. Just enough. Just enough. to another edition of Motivation Monday presented by Getting to the Issue. I'm your host, Dre Day. Got my co-host. What's up, Bishop? What it do, man? What it do? Man. It's all gravy? It's all gravy, baby. Yes, it's sir. another Monday, man. Another yes, Monday. What's up, Nate Dog? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, man. We're here, man. We're here. Hey, hey, man. We're here, man. a great man. weekend, man. Man, great weekend, man. Ooh, ooh. You know, we, we were busy with some fraternal, fraternity stuff, man. Right. But I tell you what, man. It was all worth all the effort. Right. That part. Yeah, it's always good to get back to the community. That part, man. Man, today, man, you know, we're, we're, we're coming to you, and we're talking about the impact of black and urban culture, not just in the United States, but across the world. Um, you know, there, there's so much. We impact so much. We're, we're such a colorful people. We are. You know? We are, man. <laughs> yeah. Skittles. Taste the <laughs> there rainbow. You go. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Very vibrant, you know. But, but seriously, you know, we want to talk about and dissect this, this topic because... It has been said that the value of the black dollar is $1.3 trillion. Mm-hmm. How much though, of that stay in our community? Yeah. How often does it rotate, Bishop? Uh, about once. About once. Right. Once, one and a half. About one, one and a half. You know? right. So we just want to talk about it. We know that you know, for those that have kids, you especially understand this. You know, we, right. We're from, from what? From sports to fashion right. to education. Right. Church. I mean, church. Right. You know, um, it's a number of different topics, man. And just right off, man, let's just dive into The Olympics just ended. Right? Yes. And, and, you know, we grew up in an era where we had Flojo. Right, right. Flojo, very dynamic. She kind of changed the game. She did. You know, Long fingernails, makeup, 
Ooh. hair. One 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 long, one tight long. hair, one short one over here. Flojo was on that. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. <laughs> <laughs> Flojo. I think everybody was a fan of Flojo. But, man, you know, Shakari Richardson lately, LSU. LSU, man. You I'm know, a matter. Yes, sir. Down in your area um, there, Bishop. Uh, very talented track star, but mm-hmm. we know. Uh, due to some poor decisions, and so right. she was not able to run in the Olympics. Right, right. But what I read today, man, and, and we, we talked about it, Bishop. We, we, we knew this was coming. We, we knew did. that there's always someone that's going to take a chance, mm-hmm. you know, on someone that has value. Right. And if you, They see the value. They see the value, right? right. And so Shikari now was endorsed and picked up by Nike. Right. And, man, I saw a picture she of her today. She don't look. Bro, they done changed she her up. <laughs> she <laughs> she don't she, look the same. Shikari has been man, transformed, man, she bro. Does not she has been look transformed. So you all go out there and look her up and, and just see what Shikari looks like now. And you know, just talk not about with the no impact. nose rings. Or oh, no nose rings. No colorful hair. No colorful hair. You know, she, she her makeup, her eyelashes. Now she still got the nails. She got the nails. She got the nails. But they've polished her up. Because there is value in that young lady. But, of course, we don't dictate the way value goes right off. We have to understand that there's a schematic out there. There's That's a right. schematic, man. That's and right. so, you know, Shikari now, she's going to run against the two Jamaican stars from what I'm hearing. Right. Yeah. You know what was interesting? I found this Olympics outside of the whole phenomenon with Shikari. I saw more color than I have at any other Olympics. Mm. You know, you saw... Uh, black folks on the English team, black folks on the Swiss team, black right, folks Bishop. on the French team. Uh, they even had black Italians running up. <laughs> yeah, that, that caught me off guard, <laughs> that, bro. That, that I, was different for me. That, that was very different. <laughs> that was very different. And, uh, you know, so I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know. Because I just didn't know. I knew we were diverse right. people. And, but I didn't know we was worldwide. Worldwide like that. I mean, that, I knew worldwide that we were everywhere, like but... Oftentimes we're not featured mm-hmm. the way we are mm-hmm. in the states, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So that was that was a, a, a interesting dynamic. Yeah, talent yeah. is talent, man. Right, talent I, is no, talent. I agree, I agree. But we you know, talented. yeah, yeah, I agree. And we we do we we are very talented, man, at everything we do. Um, but if we look back just a, a, a little bit, mm-hmm. that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't matter how talented we were. You you think back to. Um, you think back to when Hitler was uh, over Germany, right? Mm-hmm. And they were running against Jesse mm-hmm. Owens. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. his whole deal was, y'all better get out there and beat them, Nick. Mm-hmm. Beat that nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And until when, though? They realized until they noticed we were valuable, right? Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's <laughs> you know, all about the value. And then we even fast forward, we look at University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they went up and they played uh, UCLA. Yeah. And UCLA had some black folk. Yeah. And they Homated. <laughs> Bad Brian changed his tune. He quick. changed his whole tune, bro. Changed his tune, huh? Hey, you know, so. <laughs> you know, so we're talking about sports and the impact. So we, we, we've been talking about Shakari Richardson. They've cleaned her up, polished her up. Nike's given her a second chance. And now she's going to go off and make millions. Right. She's going to make millions as well as, you know, Jamaica's been very competitive here lately. Mm-hmm. But we saw it widespread from the men's and women's right, both right, sides right, this both year, sides. man. Both, both sides. sides. And, you know, just talking about the impact. So let's. Let's break it down. Let's 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 dive in a little bit, Bishop. So okay. not only are we talented on the track and field, we are? but think about the money they made off the apparel. Right. The apparel. I was right. reading an article about uh, Simone Biles and how many um, how many times they changed 
during the Olympics. Right. You know, they got the, 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 the studded diamonds on their, on, their, on their clothes. So that impact has come from people of color. Oh, without Black a doubt. people, without a doubt, right? Boy, we, we'll, we'll bedazzle the hell out of oh, something. Oh, we would dazzle it up. Right. We would dazzle it up. But at some point, we got we to get a return off that investment. Right, right. You know, they talked about Simone stepping down. Mm-hmm. They talked about, uh, what's the young lady named playing tennis? My girl. Uh, uh, um, oh, uh, Naomi. Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Right. She took a stand. She stepped down. Right. You know, to get their mental health right. But guess what? To your point, Nate, they recognize not only that their mental health was important, but they also had value to the sport. Right, right, right. right. People paid to see them. Value proposition. Value proposition. <laughs> Television ads, endorsements, all because these young ladies are winners. Right. And people love to see winners, especially right. when they represent the country. Exactly. And, it, and it's funny, though, when, when we start talking about the representation of the country, right, and, and the love for winners, then color's not at play. Color's not at play. Mm. But then just as soon as we get back, and you get stopped by that police in southern Georgia, man, and it's right back on track. Oh, I smoked me <laughs> some marijuana. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, I'm a you, criminal now. Yeah, right. you, you hit on something there, Bishop. It's only a few times that it seemed like we were unified. During wartime, wartime, Olympics, Olympics, you right. know, sporting events and stuff like that. That's, that's about it. That's about it. Right, right. Because even when we started to think about music, which I know we're going to touch on, even when we started to think about music, we look back historically mm-hmm. uh, with all the things we're talking about black culture, right? With all the things that we lent, because we lent it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they stole it, either, mm-hmm. either way, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that we gave to these United States of America, right? Mm. Uh, I, I was reading something back a little while ago and it was talking about Elvis, you know, and I, maybe I shouldn't say. It's talking about a particular white entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and in that, it, it was talking about how his whole look and feel and shimmy and shake mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. came from a guy that he saw uh, – Operating on the Chitlin Circuit, no Chitlin Circuit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, operating on the Chitlin Circuit down south, uh, uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know that guy, right? But you know, it, it, it's such. I guess the importance and the reason we want to talk about the impact of culture that Black folk and you know in the urban community has on it, because there's money to be made off of that, and oh, yeah. we're not getting our fair share, right? We're not getting our fair share. Because then if, if, if we really think about it, and we unpack it a little bit, right, you have black culture, mm-hmm. and then you have black culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This black culture, on one hand, is all the things we've done for the United States of America, whether it's from food to drinks to, I mean, we think about Uncle Nearest mm-hmm. and, 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 and Greenwood. Right, and, and Greenwood and, and foods to drinks to jazz to R&B to hip-hop to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we started thinking about all those things and the impact that that's had on the country, right? right. Yeah. That's black culture. Right, right, right. But then there's black culture. Okay. What they take from us in terms of fashion and, and, and then, too, what they think, the assumption of who we are, mm-hmm. and what we like. And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, they're so, they're so off far. the mark, man. Yeah, so off the mark, man. Speaking of that, you know, uh, sports is one thing. And then, you know, as we begin to look at entertainment, right? right. So entertainment, sports is kind of grouped into that as right. well, right? right? 
you think about the NBA and the WNBA, uh, going from just the NBA draft, them right. young fellas have them, man, they have them. So the designers get paid. Right. They design their suits. Right. The jewelers get paid because right. they got on their right. jewelry. They got the bling you on. Know? And then we, we even got the haircuts. We got the certain styles and, and all those different things. And so those boys have changed the face of the NBA, mm-hmm. and the NBA is benefiting through viewership. Oh, without a doubt. Because we're, we're watching – because now the draft has become a fashion show. A fashion show. Right. A fashion show. And guess what? Viewers are watching for that reason. So the point we're trying to make here, you all, on getting to the issue on this Motivation Monday is that you got to get, get some ownership of what you're doing. $1.3 trillion rotate out of the black community. Yeah. But as Bishop said, maybe rotate one, 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 one and, and a half, half times. Right. We have and that's to, trillion with a T. Trillion. T-R-I-L-L. Right, right. So we have to get our percentage off of that. Otherwise, we're making them continuously wealthy. Right. Continuously right. wealthy. And then they control how things are done. They control how things are moved, how things are marketed, how things are branded. Right. You know, so we, we, we got to kind of hone this thing in, We, we do man. because, you know, we always talk about here at getting to the issue about the monetization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of us, the monetization of our talent, the monetization of our goods, uh, you know, but we're not. I, I think, you know, if I was going to guess, we're probably monetizing 1% of 1.3 trillion. Or 1.3 trillion. Oh, my God, bro. And you, and you think about it. So we, we know that entertainment consists of music and and all these different things. And so the musicians, right? right. So we got the rappers. The rappers, they, they, they take up a whole quadrant themselves. Right, you all know, by themselves. All by themselves mm-hmm. and think about what they do. They dress, you know, their clothes, the jewelry, the lingo, right. the language they speak. Right, right. You know, um, then you got the different geographics of rappers from up top to the right. East Coast, down right. South, Midwest, right. 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 out West. Right. All this has been grouped into culture where people that don't look like us continue to monetize. Right. You know, I, I found interesting the other day, I was at a, um, at a stoplight right there on Thornton Road. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, some, some Afro beats playing, right? Had it up loud, right? Mm-hmm. My window's mm-hmm. down, sunroof back. And a little young white kid pulled up next to me, right? And he started playing Young Jeezy, right? And, and he had a system where he could play Young Jeezy, but what was interesting to me was he didn't cut it up. Mm. Until you pulled up next to me. And I'm just an older black man. You know, who do you think I am? You know, first of all, that doesn't um, do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but secondly, I guess it made him feel some kind of yeah. great weight. Yeah, man. And, and thinking about that, you know, I mean, the interesting thing to me is that, yes, we make money. You know, I mean, just think about it. Trey Young just got a, a five-year, $207 million contract, right? Right. But one injury – can kind of eat that away, eat yeah, that up. That's a done. So with all that buying power and the value that he has, you know, we, and we see, and let's not overlook the fact that we have more of our athletes, entertainers that are owning, right? We, right. we got them, they're owning labels. They, right, right. They're buying into to teams, you right, know. Right. Um, we, we see them getting, getting more of their money. If they're being smart like LeBron James, it, he put his whole, put his whole, fam- his whole set on, his right. boys, he right? He did. Agent, and you know. all of them have come up. All of them have come right. up. And that's what we got to do because that impact is not going anywhere. Um, we, we're talking about television, man. The, the crazy thing about television, 
you know, when we grew up in the 80s, we saw shows like The Cosby Show. Right. We saw The Jeffersons. Right. We saw um, 227. Good, good times. Good times, right? Mm-hmm. We saw all these shows that had us in a positive light. Right. No matter where we were in terms of economic, social economic status. No matter where right. we were. Because, you know, some of those shows, we were, we were in the inner cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was others like the Cosby show that showed that we had made it. We had made it. Right? Yeah. And so either way, it doesn't matter where we were on that, on mm-hmm. that, on that line, it was all positive. Yeah, it was all positive. And we know that with technology and... You know, the way our economy works, things are streamlined and speeds up. But we got to get back to that some way, and we have to take stock and value who we are as black people. Right. We got to love ourselves. Man, that's a big part of it. And, and, and you know, if we look at the, the infrastructure of these United States of America, there's a, a, a grave attack on the black male. Uh, Ooh, speak uh, to it, brother. There's a grave attack on the black male. Uh, first of all, they want to lock us up for, for things that are normally a lot of it we didn't do. Some of it we did. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot, a lot of it we didn't do. But if we did it, we didn't do it to the uh, extreme that they put us in jail for. Mm-hmm. If we look at, you know, historically the records of what one, one particular constituency of folks did versus another constituency, mm-hmm. this constituency, which we represent, always got more time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's first. And secondly, we look at it now. There is a feminization yes, yes. Of, 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 of the black male in mm. terms of even the cuts of the suits, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the way we're wearing our hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I saw I won't I won't. But there's a feminization yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going on 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 with with, with black men. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Uh, and, and what it is, is that or what I found it to be is that, you know, we're descendants of, of, of kings and queens, mm-hmm. and so our DNA is strong. Mm-hmm. And I know there's somebody somewhere going, man, we can't get rid of them. You know, yeah. we, we've done A, B, C, D, E, F, and they're still here. Yeah. So what you're saying, Bishop, we can't allow the money right. to change our foundation, Mm-mm. you know, to dictate what we do no, and we how we do it because no, it's so important that we keep that foundation in right. place. right. And, you know, and I understand that that money is important. It right? is. Money is important, right? It is. We all want to live a certain way, a certain lifestyle. We have certain things we want to do. But at the same time, when you have value. Right. And, and you're making other people millions and millions of dollars. So if the Atlanta Hawks ownership can pay Trey $207 million, how much do you think they're worth or how much they're making? I mean, we can't even talk. You know, I we, mean, we, we can't we're even, not in the same room. Right. We, right. We you can't, know. So, we're not even in the same parking lot. <laughs> so, so with me having red hair, a dress, or long fingernails, do that lower my value now? Not, not for black folk. Remember, I said we have culture, right? And then we have culture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so in this culture, the right. in quotes culture, yeah. it lowers your value in terms of how marketable. Right. They say you are, not how marketable you actually are, mm-hmm. but how marketable they say you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because Dre said it perfectly earlier, you had Flojo, and she was an outlier for her time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she came out there with the, the long pants and the one long, one short, the long nails, mm-hmm. and she blew the competition away. Uh, and they used that 
for their benefit, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Uh, now, she got paid, but I guarantee you uh, she didn't make the kind of money that they made if we mm-hmm. look at Michael Jordan, yeah, right? We look at Michael Jordan. We got culture, and then we got culture, yeah. right? So this culture over here with Michael Jordan, it, it, it says that uh, I value that newest pair of, of sneakers versus valuing self. Mm-hmm. And the sneakers don't make the man. The man <laughs> make the sneakers. Wow, yeah. Nate, that's a great question. That's a great question because we know now we're very ethnic now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, with what's happening in America, particularly, you know, a lot of our young kids, even us as older adults now, we, we're trying to tap back into our black roots. Right. You know, we're in ethnic hairdos. And, right. And we're wearing um, ethnic clothing. Right. That ha- T-shirts that have a message on, like we have, getting to the issue. Right. right. Um, and so... And that seems, to some of our counterparts, it's, it so, makes them afraid. Right, it seems a bit far-fetched. Why are far you going fetched? so far? Right, why are you, you know? going so far? But it's because we're tired of being devalued. There you go. We're tired and, of being devalued. And really, we shouldn't have, we, we, we should have always stayed connected, mm-hmm. right? But um, everyday life and what, what happens in, in, in society is, you know, it'll pull you bit by bit. Bit by bit, then you out here lost. Mm-hmm. And where they messed up was when, when all the social unrest happened um, leading up to 2020, mm-hmm. not just in 2020, but leading up to 2020, mm-hmm. that brought a light on for a whole lot of folk, and a whole lot of young folk. Yeah, yeah, it, it did, Bishop. But you know the biggest piece of that question that you asked, Nate? Until we're at the table, we can't control anything. So right. we often hear about, there's only so many Fortune 500 CEOs, whether it's a sister or a brother. See, if you got representation at the C-suite or you have representation on the board of directors, then they can advocate on behalf of Nate has a beard. Nate has kinky hair, but it doesn't take away from Nate's value. Right. He's still making us money. You know, so it's all about who is in there advocating for us and who can speak up to us to make if Ronald doesn't understand, you know, this black culture, this black side of where this comes from, Mm -hmm. then I can help my fellow brother understand why he or she wears that. Because you you should be able to bring your authentic self. You should be able to be your authentic self. If you have purple hair and that's who you are, Mm -hmm. that should be okay because that has nothing to do with your intellectual ability, Right. Uh, but some folks seem to think, mm-hmm. well, they got purple hair. We can't. No, yes, we can. We can. Because their, their GPA says they're here. Uh, their experiences say they're here. That certification say they're here. Uh, and so we can. Yeah. We choose not. Right. Bishop, you just gave me something to die right on. You remember? Come, 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 you come and go, boy George, mm-hmm. and then Cindy Lauper. Right. They were very colorful. They were very colorful. Big time. They were put out front. Right. They were put out front. And and watch this. A whole lot of us start dressing like mm-hmm. boy George, mm-hmm. Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the neon colors. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that perception that we get. Our counterparts right. don't get a lot of time. No, that's they, true. They, they, they that's don't. True. They don't get. They yeah, don't yeah, get a yeah. lot of times. You know what I mean? Talk about it. Man. You know, man. Hey, man. Hey, it's Motivation Monday presented by Getting to the Issue. We're talking about the impact of Black and urban culture. We know that we're worth 1.3 trillion in spending and dollar value. 
but how much of that returns to the black community and how what we do, we just can't get caught up in this presentation. Right. We got to build wealth. That's what right. we talk That's about here on Getting to the Issue, right? right? We got to build wealth and we have to find a way to monetize our value and become owners and not just consumers. Right, right. And that's a big difference. You know, that's a huge right. difference, a big difference, man. Huge difference, man. You know, I'm going to flip real quick. Uh, we've been talking about, we talked about sports. Right. And we talked about entertainment, entertainment and right. television, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the flip side of that. So those two is where they push us out there. They're making money. Now, when it comes to education, hmm, mm. they say that we're inferior. Right. You know, here's a statistic for you. More than 70% of African-American and Latino students are underprepared for college. Why do you think? <laughs> Why do you think? <laughs> you know, that statistic is out there, and guess what? It, 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 it permeates not only from secondary, and then it follows you to post-secondary right. in college. That's and, right. then, and then there's a perception about you in college, and, and, and so it creates challenges and barriers for you there. So education, and then we go to, to news, Bishop, mm-hmm. you know, whereas they've been making all this money in sports and entertainment, and then in the news, we, 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 we get the negative side. We, right, we right. see, to Nate's point, you know, right. we get arrested for marijuana, right. and now, all of a sudden, now, the government wants to make money off of marijuana. marijuana. Now, that's crazy, right? That's crazy, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. So if they're not getting a piece of the pie. Then it's, there's it, no pie. It, there's, no, there's no pie. Right. <laughs> there's no pie. So, At least they want you to have a perception yeah, that yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. pie. And then the, the, the black family. Black family, we talked about it a bit. It's not value. We see all our other counterparts. They value marriage. Right. They value family because they understand the foundation. You know. Right. It's a springboard for everything. It's a springboard for everything. That's right. It builds generational wealth. And, you know, we're disjointed um, as, a, as a black culture, as it relates to family. But we understand the intent behind it as well. You right. just spoke to it, Bishop, right. with, with the clothing and right. how they're trying to right. um, emasculate the black right. man and, and those different things and saying it's okay to do this and okay to do that. It, you think about it so as the black man goes, so as the culture goes, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if I can, if I can gender, I'm going to say it, gender neutralize. Mm-hmm the black man, then the culture in and of itself, at least this is the thought process, the culture in and of itself will become uh, gender neutral. Mm. And, and then I can just tear that apart. Mm. Mm. That's big. What you got, bitch? Um, Nate? Yeah, we got a comment here. Uh, the black dollar doesn't turn one time in our community, but it turns at least eight times in the white community. We have to invest in us. That's Ooh. right. And it, Feel. Phil, that's right. That's a great point, Phil. Right. And let, let's let's talk about why it circulates eight times in the, in the white community. So you know, <clears throat> us being who we are and being, you know, uh, migrants to this this country, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, taken by force and right, brought right. to this country, right. and so we were taught their ways and their cultures, and so right. we we have to go back and learn our history, mm-hmm. and our history will teach us who we are. To your point, Bishop, right. kings and queens, right? in value and, and, and where we come from. But when someone has lied to you about your history, right. hid your history from you, and then your sold history, your yeah, language, your language, everything, when they stole everything for you from you, what we do when we get money, we try to illustrate that we have something through our dress. Dress. Through our dress, you through know, our ride. Through our right. ride. 
through our house in this community, while our counterparts and our colonizers, they already had a 400-year head start. Right. So they got land and wealth and systems that are set up for right. them with the banking industry and everything, right. and they can continue to compound that. But now, to your point earlier, Bishop, now we're coming to a light. Right. We're walking into the light. We're walking right. into the light, mm -hmm. and this pandemic has helped us out with that. Right. So we're seeing now right. that we got to change our ways. we got to change our ways. Went, that's why when we were on one of the earlier shows, you talked about the number of uh, vacant jobs that's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's because folks like us that used to occupy those jobs, Ooh. we've come into a realization of self. Speak to it. And in that realization of self, we understand that I have something, I have a talent that I can monetize and I can do that for me and not take that and give part of that to someone else mm. that another constituency that's not mine. Ooh, man, that, that is huge. That, <laughs> that is huge, man. You know, uh, and the thing about our education, I'm just, I'm sitting here looking at this book that Nate has here. It's called A Promised Land by Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Now, that brother there, he changed the whole institution of the presidency. He did. From his style mm -hmm. to the way that he led <laughs> to the way that he, he crossed Across and everything party lines. that came behind him seemed somewhat mediocre, didn't somewhat it? Somewhat mediocre, you know. <laughs> whether you liked Obama or whether you didn't, right? He changed the dynamic. He did of the White House and the highest office in the land. Think about what he's done for your young son and young daughter. Now you believe that you could there, someday there can become be president. A black president. There can right. be a black right. president. Yes, we can. You know, exposure is everything. It is, man. If if our kids are exposed to rap music fashion, sports, cars, homes, and they get excited. Right. They should get excited about uh, a, black a black president. Right. Or, I got excited. I got excited. Right. Or black entrepreneurs that right. are doing well right. and coming right. back right. into the community right. because to train it's, others. It's, it's bigger than, uh, you know, in our communities for the longest time, especially in the inner city, uh, the person that did the most for the community and they continued to lock him up all the time was the, was the dope dealer. The drug dealer. Right mm. they, now, we we could say whatever we want to about that particular sector, folk. But at Christmas time, at Thanksgiving, they always gave. You got to right? come from it to understand. Right, that, you know, right. They they always gave. Yeah. Right. Mm. I, I know uh, a person right now. Um, he would give not just a turkey, but he would give the whole dinner to everyone on the block. Yeah. Now yeah. I get it that he pillaged and 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 he took a whole mm -hmm. lot of major things out of that block, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but he gave when others wasn't. Yeah. And so we had to look at that thing both ways. No, no, the optics are something different. <laughs> hey, great point, because not that we advocate selling drugs or anything no, illegal. No, 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 no way, shape, form, or fashion. But what Bishop is saying is that in most cases, a lot of drug dealers, they didn't see no other way out. Right. They didn't see a way they could save their family. There were no jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, crime was around. They felt like police were against them, right? Right. They felt like no one was coming to save them. So they had to do what they had to do until they can do what you, they wanted to do. You think, and we were talking about music, you think about Biggie Smalls, Jay-Z, uh, N.W.A., Ice Cube, uh, um, Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. Ice T. T.I. Uh, Ice T. Young Jeezy. T.I. Young Jeezy. All of them was in the drug game, man. Man, they was in the gang, man. Right. Until they found their way out. Until they found yeah. their way out. 
and, and go back earlier, Phil made a comment. Everyone can't be a rapper or athlete. You have to find out what works for you and grow that talent. That part. Yeah. Right. And you got to monetize that thing. But guess right. whose responsibility that is? It's our Ours. responsibility Ours. to Phil's point to show them that they can do things other than. Right. You, we can't just be successful business people and, and stay in our sky rise building or stay in our home office. Right. We got to right. go out there so the right. young people can see us. But that's what's on television. You know, right. that's what they show on TV right. that uh, athlete, a baseball player, they are successful ones yeah. of yeah. our color. No, no, you're, you're exactly you know, right. Because Nate. we think about the statistic and what's popping in my head is about one out of 17,000 uh, professional athletes make it. Say that again. That's one, out of, one out of 17,000 go to the NBA, the NFL, are, 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 and, and they're wanting us to come play, play professional uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the numbers are, are, are dwindling. We see color, but that color is not of the U- United States of America. Man, you know what I learned today? I learned today from a good friend of mine uh, who works in the airline industry. And she found out that we had a podcast, and she was like, you know, you all need to talk about the lack of blacks in the aviation field, pilots. Right. You know, we have a lot of, you know, flight attendants. Mm-hmm. Um, still, Nate works in that industry, mechanics right. and different things like that. But I, I didn't know that you don't have to have a, college, a four-year degree to become a pilot for Several of these airlines. Well, you just have to have the flight hours. You know, the flight hours, the training. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's so many programs. He sent me some stuff that's up in Kennesaw where you can go to um, flight training school, aviation school, and become a pilot. Right. And so what we're saying to the young folk are their parents, mentors, grandfathers, uncles, whoever's listening, talk to your young kids, your nephew, your nieces, your grandkids about becoming pilots. Take them and expose them. Go out to the Delta Museum. Let them see the airport. And then talk to them about what's most important to them, money. Right. <laughs> talk off to them the about kind of money. It's six figures. Right. <laughs> right. Off right. the off, muscle. Right, right, right yeah. out the gate. It's six figures. It's six Starting. figures. Yeah. Starting right you know, out the gate. $100,000 a year. And I, I, I didn't get far enough into it to see how long it takes. But you got the training. Then, like you right. said, the flight hours, That's Bishop. Right. And, and you can become a pilot. But we have to expose our young people. It's a small sacrifice for a large gain on the right. back end. You know, a lot of times I think what it is for a lot of us, uh, and not just our culture, but a lot of cultures is we can't see down the road a piece. That's mm-hmm. my grandma used to say, baby, that's right now. You got to look down the road a piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of times we just, we're, we're concentrating so hard on the day-to-day grind trying to make it. Uh, that we, we can't look down the road a piece. And as we always say, uh, a lot of folks out here playing checkers. Mm. When, when the folks that's lined up against us, they're playing chess. They're playing chess. And so they three, four moves in front of us because we're not looking down the road a piece. And that's what chess really is. You're looking at what your next three moves are going to be mm-hmm. Based, mm-hmm. based on the move that was just made. Mm. And, and you bring up a valid, valid point. Because the pandemic should have us thinking in that terms. And so I see a few comments up there. And uh, what's up, Biggs? Uh, what's up, Silos? My cousin and Biggs. Family's on there, man. What's up, I man? I see Biggs say they follow what they see online, mostly the bad. That's right. true, Biggs. That's true. Kids That's today true. don't want to hear the old heads because they think we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And to that point, so we have to get on their level. Right. And... 
how you get on that level is you take them under your wing. You know, you bring them into your right. environment. Right. You know, you show them how you came up. Right. You know, and don't, and I had to learn this, don't chastise them as much because with my kids, you know, I thought that I could raise them the same way I was raised. They, it's different. They it's cut different. From, they cut from a different cloth. It's man. different. So, we don't want to come at, come at you like, you know, you, you're downgrading them. Right, or right. Beating them up. Right. Come at them real, man. Right. You know, and, and, and too, you know, there's, there's a couple of different types of motivation. You got... You know, negative, fear-driven motivation, which mm-hmm. a lot of times is what mm-hmm. in our in our generation yeah. is what, what we was. was raised under, right? But these kids on today, you got to hit them with some positive, mm-hmm. right? And 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 let that be the motivation. Provided true motivation comes from within, provided that kid is motivated internally, and then you can even build that, mm-hmm. right? That's going to take a little mm-hmm. more time. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of kids out here, man, that's just hungry for it, right? Yeah. And they're looking for folks. Uh, to to show them, guide them, yeah, right, yeah, and support yeah. what they want to do. Sometimes right. we always, you know, you need to go to school. You need to do this. You need to do. School might not speak be it. To, it may not be it for them. Right. Speak yeah. for what they want to do right. and support their, right. their wishes. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and these kids are very smart, Nate. To your point, these kids, of course, they don't have the same work ethic that we had or have right. because they don't have to. Technology, technology, technology man. <laughs> you know, they got this smart device in their hand. So they're very savvy. Uh, they understand what's going on. And guess what? They're not willing to do what we did. No. They no, are not willing to do no, what not, we did. Not, not at all. Not at all. Man, they'll go work at Starbucks and work at the bar before they go and do a regular nine to five right. where they can't live the kind of life they right. want to live. They're having fun while they're working. They're having and fun. There's something to be said about that. Yeah. yeah. Because then it's not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not work. Then that's just fun, right? And when fun comes with a check, you can't beat that. You can't beat it. <laughs> and that's why we have these 9.3 million job vacancies right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it ain't God, fun. None of them fun. <laughs> I mean, and our employers, I'm just, you know, I mean, we all work in professional fields. We understand employers are going to have to be flexible. But look, look what some of them are doing, though. Let's take the Google and the Deltas and everything. They, in some of the facilities now, they have these game rooms and mm-hmm. these relaxing things to make people more comfortable. I, I know that's it, it, it's that way. Uh, it's that way in the last two uh, professional jobs I had in corporate America. I mean, I don't know what this job looks like because I'm, I'm at home. Um, but, yeah, they had uh, not only did they have games, the game rooms, they provided snacks. Uh, some places are providing lunch mm-hmm. uh, because you got to do something to separate yourself because uh, everybody's at them. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants the talent. And then you got to get something that's going to draw them into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Motivation Monday presented by Getting to the Issue. We're talking about the impact of black and urban culture. And in our last 10 minutes, Bishop, Nate Dog, I saved this for last because it's a biggie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, bro. Talking about the black church. Right. Mm-hmm. The black church we know. And see, I say that for last because we, we, we knew that was a foundation right. in our formative years, right? Right. Coming to America and who we were and where our leaders came right. from. Right. And who our activists and where right. they came you from. About here in Georgia, you, the yeah. oldest, second the, oldest AME church is right. right there in Savannah. Right there in Savannah. Right. Yeah. So the black church, we got small churches, we got mega churches. Right. We got the mid-sized churches. But the one thing I, want, I wanted to talk about, to dissect, is, and I've seen this very prevalent in the last, I'll say, 
14 to 16 months due to the pandemic. For me, the pandemic has truly shown me who are those pastors that are willing to get out front. Right. Talk about social injustice. Right. Police brutality. Right. Uh, black lives that are not valued. Right. Um, talking about even the pandemic and the safety of our kids. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about uh, job losses and, and gov government relations, politics, right, right. and yeah. leaders. And feeding when you can't feed yourself. Right, right, right. You know, and so we see those pastors that are out front, which are few and far between, I must say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we see a lot of them in the background. They're either quiet or they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth. Right. And, man, to me, that, that's, that's a big issue. You know, that's you, a big you, issue. You, you and I both were raised in this church, per se. Mm -hmm. and, and you too, Nate. Raised in the church, and coming up, the church had a, in and of itself, the building uh, of the church, um, you know, the community of the church. Mm -hmm. They had a different stance. They were they were the rock mm -hmm. of the community. Mm -hmm. When 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 uh, someone was bothering you, you ran to the church. Uh, when you couldn't pay your 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 light bill, you ran to the church, mm -hmm. right? Uh, on Sundays, you spent your time at the church, right? You got a meal at the church. Right. Uh, but now that's, that's, that's changed somewhat, and there's been a, um, a shift, mm -hmm. a pivot, mm -hmm. if you will, mm -hmm. of, of, of the church no longer being the pillar, the rock in the community. And I will say to your earlier point that some of them, not a whole lot, but some of them are starting to take that stance again, which I'm glad to see because we as a culture, right? you know, black culture, our, the, the black culture, the, black not, culture. the assumed black culture, we as a culture, we need that, yes. right? We need that. And, and then not so much someone come to, you know, uh, speak a bunch of negativity to us, uh, you know, you're going to hell, not that part, right? Uh, I mean, that's part of, but not that part, and especially not that part all the time. But but talking to talking to the particular congregations about uh, how you can come up, uh, what you need to do for um, to 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 start your business, uh, how do you get a business loan? Mm -hmm. Let's navigate the the nuances of filling out that SBA paperwork. Mm -hmm. You know those types of things. Mm -hmm. Now there are some churches now that are doing that. Yes. That to your point, uh, you know, twenty four months ago that was non-existent. Yeah. It, it, you know, I think, I guess the, where I take issue is I, I recently saw the, um, the history of the black church um, on the History Channel. Right. Um, that was something. Yeah, my man, um, I can't call his name right now, but, you know, he always hosted. But it, it was a great history and etymology of the black church right. and its evolution to now. Did you say etymology? Etymology. Oh. <laughs> I got my thesaurus right I here. See, they right? can't. They can't see it, bro. They can't see it. <laughs> Uh, but Henry Louis Gates. Right, that's it, Dr. Henry, Gates. Dr. That's Gates. Right. And the, the history of the black church, and he showed how, you know, we were, the black church was the pillar, the leaders, right, right. you know, the activists. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can talk about so many of our. Right. Outside uh, of Dr. King. Outside of Dr. King. Right. You know, my main man. Right. My main man, Nat Turner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, hey, right. for those history enthusiasts out there, you know what Nat Turner did. He, he had that Bible, he's reading the Bible, and they tried to, you know, 
make him think differently. Like, I'm reading the same word, and of course, he revolted. Right. He revolted. He revolted, and, and he revolted. telling me something different. Yeah, it's telling me something different. Right. Y'all lead me down a rabbit hole. At the end hole. of the day, the Bible is the Bible. The Bible is the Bible, right. right? So, you know, we see now that because of, I'm going to use this phrase, faith-based initiative. Right. Churches get certain funding, and, and it leads one to think. Because of that funding, churches are not being really who they're supposed to be because of this funding. Right. Um, you know, and only pastors and leaders in the churches can change that. But we need, we, need, we need for our black church to stand up and be the real black church. Because we got young people that need to be trained. Right. You know, um, we, we hear all this talk about Black Lives Matter and, and, you know, and all these black kids that supposedly did this and did that. Um, but they need to be trained. That's right. uh, you just mentioned about the different ministries that need to be in there from business development, wealth creation, and all that. And a lot of churches are they're doing that. Right. They're doing it now. They're, they're doing it now. And some have been doing it. Yeah. But they're outliers. Right, right. right. Yeah. They're, they're not part of that mainstream religious cultural sect. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, they're outliers. Yeah, because people are lost right now. With this pandemic going on, with this, the, the politic game, the politricking is what I call it. Pontificating and different Ooh. things like Ooh. that. Nate, he just hit us with another one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the games they're playing now with politics has a lot of people confused. Right. You think about the older generation where they thought that they could vote for someone and they would go and represent the people. Right. But the people is truly not the people. Right. The right. people are those that are putting their money behind this particular poli right. politician. And that's, who they, and that's who they advocate and they draw up policies for. Right. And oftentimes that can be tied to a church. So we need the pastors to stand up and be the real black church or you're going to lose these young people. You're going to lose people like myself because the word that I read, it tells, it tells me that you are called and when you're called, mm -hmm. God is going to protect you. Supposed to. When you that's do his work. Saying. When you do his that's work. That's what it says. That's what it says, right? right? You didn't make it up. Hey, it's in the book. It's in the book, man. Okay. It's in the book, man. And so, uh, and we know there's this, this thing out there about mega churches and, and this, that, and others, about the money piece and all this. And there's so much in the news uh, with, with um, and this is not particularly black, but it's a mega church, but Joel Osteen going out purchasing the Ferrari. Right. So? <laughs> <laughs> but they try to tie it to the pandemic right. money, you know, right. but, right. but you know. But the, the part is he had money. Before, I, I remember how they tried to demonize uh, Pastor Dollar. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. my God, he has an airplane. Well, his last name was Dollar for a reason, I mean, because he always had it. He had it before he bought that Kmart shopping plaza and turned it into what it is now, right? Mm. Uh, and so, uh, and, and they tried to do that with, with several pastors to the point where they tried to hide you know, um, their wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and as media would have it, the black pastors are slanted in a different light right, yeah, quite, than quite, our counterparts, quite, quite man, than our counterparts, man. Quite so, you know, hey, it's Motivation Monday presented by Getting to the Issue. We're talking about the impact of black and urban culture, the value of the black dollar, and how we must become more owners versus consumers. You know, understanding our value proposition, understanding we need to get a return on investment. And the biggest piece I think we'll say is that for those of us that have been somewhat successful, 
we got to get out there and we got to show these young people the way. Um, Biggs made a valid point there is that, you know, they, they, they're watching what we do, not what we say. That's it. They're watching what we do. You know, if we ain't doing it, Bishop, how can we expect them to do it? Well, we can't. We can't because, you know, uh, outside of mentorship, there has to be sponsorship. Mm. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Uh, now, I, I can come in and, and befriend you and, 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 and talk a bunch of things uh, in your ear, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, as your energy goes, as your money goes, so do you go. Wow. Right? And so if I, if I find value in a young man, a young lady, uh, I'm going to sponsor them, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to, okay, your, your, your school is going to Disney. Mom and pop don't have it. Let me mm -hmm. do that because mm -hmm. then that gives you an experience outside of your current community, mm -hmm. right, which will carry you in a different light once you become an adult. Yeah. I'll say this because we're fortunate. For us that, that live here in metro Atlanta area, Atlanta is the mecca of black culture. It is. It's it the is. mecca. I mean, from music to movies with Tyler Perry Studios and so many studios being right, around right, here right. to black entrepreneurs right. to entrepreneurs, blacks in politics and government. I mean, blacks in administration, the corporate right, world. Right. I mean, you have blacks in every facet mm -hmm. of the economic structure That's right. in from, Atlanta. From the ground all the way From up. the ground up. Right. And that culture is very important um, to those that are watching, you know. And sometimes it, it's not all great but I, what I will say is that Atlanta is a place that will give you motivation. If, if nothing else. If nothing else, right. it will give you motivation because you can find someone in Atlanta that is doing something that you want to do, right. you're aspiring to do. Right. You know, you can find someone in that field. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, for me, that's why I love living in this space. Man, Bishop. It's, this is, um, the city's different. Um, and there's no other city. You know, it used to be D.C. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now, folks that live in that, that lived in DC are now where in they're, Atlanta. They're in Atlanta. Yeah, in uh, Atlanta. used to be New York. Folks that lived in New York now they're in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, same way LA. Yeah. they're in Atlanta. Uh, it's 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 different in in the the structural and and the and the, the cross connections of that culture, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's like you said, uh, in every facet of every industry, you can find somebody fluently black. Mm -hmm. uh, and you, you're not going to find that in a whole lot of other cities. Man, this has been great, Bishop, man. You know, uh, we're talking about the, the black culture and the impact. And uh, we hope that we've shared something that hopefully motivates you, even if you're an adult, motivates you to take a youngster under your arm, under your wing, lift as you climb. Right, that's it. Lift, lift as, as you climb. climb and, uh, and show them the way. Uh, we have to do this. The world is changing. We see what the pandemic has done, and we see what it continues to do with this Delta variant ramping back up. So we have to do that, become more owners and, and versus consumers, wealth creation, you know, entrepreneurs, um, home ownership, you know, investing in the marketplace, and just doing what it, we need to do so that we're valued in every facet. Right now, we face so many challenges and so much hiccup because they understand the power that we have, and they understand if we get it, if we get it like bishop said you got this black and you got this if we get it they know that we will compete in every area in every area, in every area. Whether, it doesn't matter whether it's it uh whether it's where we we win it in music uh whether it's uh being fashion forward um you know in every government in mm -hmm. every area if we get it mm -hmm. 
uh, we're competing, and, and that's the fear. Yeah. Closing words, Nate Dog. Hey, as I always say, man, uh, what, no matter what career path you choose, be the best at it, kick ass at it, and they will have no choice but to accept you for how you are, how you look, because of that value you bring. Mm. Mm. Bishop. I, I, I was telling someone on my job today that, you know, the beard and the hair, that it was an experiment in, in being my authentic self, you know, and as I was interviewing, mm -hmm. there were some folks that I interviewed that wasn't with this, right? right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thankful for where I landed because mm -hmm. um, they wasn't tripping off the curls of my hair or the, or the, 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 the gray in my beard. Mm -hmm. uh, and so do something that will allow you to bring your authentic self um, to work. And when you bring your authentic self, whatever that is, there's a level of peace that mm -hmm. comes along with that. And that the peace, peace in of itself is a driving force. Wow, that's, that's good. Tough. And I'll just say this. You know, I, oftentimes people, when we're kicking it at what we call the spot. The spot. A seer. Uh, you know, men and women. Like, you know, hey, what's up? Big time. Uh, mm -hmm. Big money. Right. Okay, I received that money right. coming please, to me. Come, please, please. Keep calling me that. Keep calling me. Keep, keep calling, calling me that, that. right? <laughs> I receive it. Right. I receive it. it. Speak it, it shall be. That's right? it. And so, but what I've often stated to them is that I have a brand to uphold. Right. I have a brand to right. uphold. Not this only whole to, thing. Yeah, this whole thing. Not only to myself, but to those that I'm sharing with that I'm a consultant. I right. am a speaker right. and these different things. And so when I say that, they got to see that. Right. They got to be able to vision, right. envision that when I speak that to them. Right. And so I said, you know, I have to carry myself as such. And then even to the young people. Right. So... Be your own brand and make sure that what you're saying you are lines up with who, who you are. are. There you go. You know? Be your own brand and brand your own being. There you go. There you go, man. <laughs> I think Tyrell hey. kicked on some of that stuff. He, he did. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, it's Motivation Monday presented by Getting to the Issue. We're talking about the impact of black and urban culture. And we have had a fabulous time, as we always do. We like to thank our sponsors. Of course, we got Greenwood Whiskey. Greenwood Whiskey. What's up to Sh um, Shay and, and Sheldon and KG? Um, lipsticks and fingertips. Christine, we're, we're still thinking about you yes, in our prayers. Yes, ma'am. Uh, cigar Talk Tees. What's up, Crystal? What's up, Crystal? A Sear Cigar. <laughs> the Mega the Corn Show. Uh, we see you, Zena. We see you just tapping in. Right. And um, we think about the original getting to the issue crew. The guys. The guys. Yes, the guys. Sir. Kim Bro with Flutter Week Brands. Uh, Making Cigar Society, we're coming to you in a few weeks. Don't let me forget anyone, fellas. Monica? Oh, yeah. Uh, Monica Stanley's. Stanley's. Stanley's Cigar Lounge opening September 10th. Monica Coleman, best of luck to you. We're happy. We're proud for you. I think it's going to be a stone cold jam. A stone man. cold jam. <laughs> so, congratulations to you, Monica. We look forward to fellowshipping and, and patronizing and supporting you, and best of luck to you. And we just thank you all for tuning in. And we'll see you all next Monday. We have a treat for you next Monday. We got my cousin coming there, Carlos Scott. All right. With Envision Marketing. Um, Carlos has he's he's worked with the best of them in the industry, from right. the Olympics right. to some of your, your most famous stars and entertainers. It seems like man. everyone that we bring on the show know Carlos. No Carlos. Right. Everybody know Carlos. <laughs> Carlos is a popular man. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> You're in my circle, Carlos. Celos. as we call him right. back home, man. That's my cousin, man. He always had my back, man. We, we work both ways, man. Ron, so, see the Q. I see yeah. you, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up, Junior? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, Bishop, close us out in a word of prayer, brother. Yes, sir.
Heavenly Father, once again, you allow us to come before you, come giving reverence to your awesome name. God, just thanking you for who you are, thanking you for this day, and um, asking you to bring us through tomorrow and the rest of the week. God, ask you continue to touch us again, like we always say that what we touch, that it not just be gold, God, that it be platinum and diamonds. We ask you to touch all our listeners, God, protect them, guide them as they go through the week. God, touch their purses, their pocketbooks, their wallets. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Oh, give me something funky, Nate, dog. Just enough for the city. You see that sea key, I see you. Yes, sir. Orlando Cigar Fest. What's up, bro? We'll see y'all next What's April, happening? brother. Uh -huh.